0: You're listening to The Governor's Podcast, which is hosted by school governors, for school governors, and for all involved in or impacted by education governance. On The Governor's Podcast, we have open, honest, and transparent discussions about governance in the UK education sector, sharing and providing insights into the realities of entering the boardroom, sitting around the governing board table, and leaning in.
1: Hello, I'm Sharon Warmington and I support schools and academies as a governor, governance practitioner and a clerk. I'm also the founder of the National Black Governors Network, supporting the education sector in diversifying their governing boards.
0: And it's Olivia D. Hind here, an under 30 unapologetically black female who is changing the face and space of school governance.
1: And you're listening to The Governors Podcast.
0: Okay, let's get into today's topic. So, I have a question to kickstart this new year. Okay. What on earth is the difference between the vision, the mission, the ethos, the purpose, (laughs) the
1: values, and the aim of a school? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a big question. And one that... It's really strange because... It is one of the three key responsibilities of any governor or trustee, which to is them. to, not, not necessarily to know them, but, but set. to set the strategic... Um, direction of the, the school
0: and the only way you can set it is it's, by first knowing, knowing it. it knowing, it. <laughs> knowing and,
1: it and really how often is it reviewed mm. um you know when do you actually look at it mm-hmm. is it still fit for
0: purpose it's so true those are the
1: kind of questions that we should ask ourselves and
0: fit for purpose in a sense that the dynamic of the school changes it goes through several changes throughout an academic year mm-hmm. or throughout a generation of the yes. school and I call a generation when the year seven cohort gets to year 11.
1: Or so. the nursery gets or, yeah, to year of six. Of
0: course, thinking about it in terms of primary mm-hmm. education as well. So. Or
1: whatever whatever your school is, because not all schools, if you think about alternative provisions, they don't necessarily have all year groups. True. So, so whatever the complete turnover is from your youngest exactly. coming in there we go. to when they leave, yes. that's like a generational Generation.
0: shift. So when do you review... Yeah. your mission statement
1: well let's vision take, statement yeah. let's let's take, <laughs> let's take it back a bit first and sort of delve a bit deeper into in what, what each, each of those one are. means. Okay. Now I could sit here and 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 give my take on it, but I went to my favourite resource, Google. Google. <laughs> and uh, it is twenty twenty two. He's my all. best bud too. He's <laughs> my best bud. And I found um, there are all sorts of de- um, definitions, mm-hmm. and so this isn't saying that this is the ultimate definition. Yeah. This is just the one that I found that that gave. A, a, a definition for each of those headings. so I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm going to give you the heading and then I'm going to give you the a summary of the definition. Mm-hmm. So this is taken from um, the copyright of this belongs to somebody called Lee Cowan, just so that we um yeah, cover that yeah acknowledge where we where we got it from. So the mission the mission is what your organization wants to do okay for who, where. And to what extent?
0: So this is like more of an action. It's like it's driven you could the things that would be mentioned in a mission statement. What are you set will up be to do? Action driven. Yeah. What's the yeah. Per, what, mm-hmm. almost, yeah.
1: I suppose it links to the purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ethos is the ethical axis on which your organization prides itself.
0: Ethical axis.
1: Yeah. And I would wow. I would take this further to say um esg or environmental social and governance is really big at the moment yes mm-hmm. so if you take just one of those environmental mm-hmm. what is what is the school's um ethos around the environment right okay. are you wasting paper so are ethical you practices practices yeah right. okay yeah what is what is your overall ethos of of, of the school okay the vision where the organisation sees itself in three to ten to twenty-five years,
0: right? If okay. you if you
1: go that far. So Something...
0: yeah, so it's like it's um a future you're working towards. Yeah,
1: and so I suppose the school development plan or yes. the um school academy, improvement plan, the school improvement plan. Yeah. Some some schools call it development plan. Some call it improvement, improvement plan. Yeah. Academy improvement plan, whatever yes. the 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 title is yeah and i was talking to a chair of, of trustees recently about the size of those development plans of course and yes. some of them can be like They're 30 massive. 40
0: 50 pages which yes. is ridiculous it's a lot for a government for governors to to read through but then not it's even, sort of, not even no, just to read think, through what is the how efficient are you exactly. where implementing that and making sure that it happens Is there some sort of executive summary that's included to make sure that you've got at least a snapshot, so that you can then really measure if if this is just another document that's been produced, or can you actually see that the changes are starting to happen inside the school each term, each academic year? In my opinion, it's better. Smart goals, people. Smart goals. Yeah,
1: less is (laughs) less is definitely more. And I, in in almost everything that I'm doing now, I adopt the model created by Carl George, who we often um, refer, refer to, to. Mm-hmm. Um, the must, the should, and the could. Yeah. So, and I translate that into short, medium, and long term. So mm-hmm. your musts are your short term. Do them now. What must you do? Um, mm-hmm. And a must, if you've got a three-year plan, could be what must we do in this academic year? Of
0: course, yeah.
1: What should we do could be what should we do in the second year? Mm -hmm. And what could we do could be what could we do in the third year? Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I mean, I remember when I was um, interim head of governance for an ambulance charity and it was one of the trustees there when looking at what was the, I think it was the five-year corporate plan Said, you know, why wait until we get to the fifth year yes, before we then re have to then rewrite yes. or create a new five-year plan? Yeah,
0: you can. Why not year. have
1: a roll on, roll off? Yeah. So as one year, so as year one is done and they all shift down, mm-hmm. then you create a new year five. Oh, I
0: get you. You add it. You so add you, a so, new so year it, on So it's time. a
1: continuous plan. Yes, I feel. You. Rather than one that. Um, it, you know, the dates will still be so. Fixed. It's
0: constantly breathing. There, right. it's not a stop and start.
1: There you go. Because yeah. if you know, I'm sure five year. If if everyone had a three year plan, and say that three year plan was dated 2018 or 2019, oh, yeah. that there is up. no way <laughs> that blew up in 2020 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know what happened to those plans? It has to be an organic. Yes. It has to be an organic document. Yes. that has. Um, life breathing through it yes. Just like the children Breathing through it Because if secondary schools Didn't plan for Generation Alpha Coming in in year 7 mm-hmm. In twenty uh, September 2021 mm-hmm. Then where was the vision?
0: Yeah that's true
1: Because Generation Alpha is now you, in secondary school, And
0: you schools. don't want to Be playing catch up yeah. Or be falling behind Because you haven't effectively Looked forward yes. enough or even looked at how the present is going to significantly change the future. future yes. Because when you look at it that way, this is why when it comes up in conversation, in relevant conversation, um, with the conversations I've been a part of, I'm like, as well as you looking at your students, you have to look at the parents of those, those students. students yes. And you have to look at the parents of the students that are yet to come. Yeah. Because each... Each part of society is generationally um, changed or mixed or altered year on year. I know that schools are used to looking at the um, birth rates. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the birth rates. Look at the birth years. Yeah, look look at what that means. And what that means in terms terms of behaviors and attitudes and approaches to learning, approaches to school choices, Mm. because those will significantly change over the next 10, 15, 20 years. Absolutely. How you choose your school. The very reasons why parents chose certain schools 10 years ago, those may those values may not still be the same Same. for this new generation of parents. They may be looking at Slightly different. They may be
1: focused more on the ESG There you go uh, And the ethics of the rather school Rather than the academic, than or the academic per, per, absolutely, Performance Absolutely so, so you know And I also think it's important that The education sector looks outside itself Oh it has and to And learn lessons from Because at the end of the day Every single profession that exists mm-hmm. Whether it's a traditional profession Or whether it's an entrepreneur Or a um, business owner passes through
0: school. Yes.
1: Because children pass through school. People. People yes. pass, Individuals through to, pass through Absolutely. They school pass first. through school. So the impact and influence that school has on those other professions means that you can also learn yes. from those. So and that starts at a governor level as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. If you've got somebody Outside of the traditional um, professions like lawyers and accountants and Mm -hmm. HR specialists, I get it. Yeah. But we should be focusing a lot more attention on the creative arts Mm -hmm. and on um, entrepreneurs. You know
0: what that's making me really think of? In my opinion, and I got to start the sentence like that.
1: Yeah, in your opinion. In my opinion,
0: the education sector needs to be less reactive and more proactive. Reactive. And at the moment, it is constantly in a vicious cycle of being reactive. reactive. It's only when something happens, it's like, oh, then we need to change. Because when changes happen, they don't fully make sense because you're just reacting mm. to what, what's been announced in the or last week or the something. last few days or the yeah. last month. Or you're waiting, as you say, waiting for someone else to, told to say to exactly yeah. when you should be thinking about i know it's a bit hard because you've got there so many certain, different yeah, moving pieces and there's limitations can't. and there's restrictions but i think that's what the governing bodies for. the local governing bodies are there to help you think more proactively and ask those questions that force the schools to think Okay, I haven't thought of it that way. But Mm -hmm. if we think about it now and we implement something, Mm -hmm. then it means in a year's time or academic year's time or in three years' time or in five years' time, whatever the generation of the school, like we've said previously, then it's like you'll be thankful for that very small seed that was planted way back when because you would have worked on it. You would have tweaked it. So there's certain suggestions that may be made in those meetings that can really propel a school forward. Now in the beginning, it may feel like, why are we doing this? Why are we thinking about this now? But then when you do see yourself in a few years time, you're like, it makes sense. And I'm glad we started them because now other schools, they're only just, they're only just figuring it out. And this way it's so important to also look at who you have around the table and whether there's confusion on the vision Because if you're looking at different things Then how are you ever going to achieve The thing that you think That everyone's looking at But everyone's looking in a
1: different direction And just because you've got a vision statement Doesn't mean that everybody around the table Knows it or understands it
0: Even even the staff Even if you think, if there's any head teachers Senior leadership, team members Or anyone aspiring to those positions Think about the staff members in your school When a change or a suggestion is made, what's the percentage of people who don't jump onto that vision Mm. or disagree? And there's nothing wrong with that. But how much time is taken to understand why they have a difference of opinion or why they see things differently? Is there any consultation? I think there has to be sometimes. But I, it's, it's... You know what? I think it's never the surveys done. It's the analysis that has been whether like how much of the analysis has really been looked at uh-huh. and followed up. Yeah. I remember um when we were doing um some training as it were from a breakthrough coach called Lisa Nichols and yeah. she says everything's in the follow up.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything. The money's in the follow up, yeah. the success is in the follow up, yeah. everything's in the follow up. So yeah, you can put out a survey and yes you can do a consultation. But in six months' time, in a year's time, are you referring back to see how far you've come? Mm. If you've moved? It goes back to the must, the shoulds, and the coulds. Exactly. Yep. So it's looking at the follow-up. So you set a vision, but do you ever look back at it? Mm. That's or a is follow-up. That just,
1: or is that just the the, the the vision set for that school forever? And printed on the website. Yeah, time and time again. It's like I was talking to a school recently and I said to them, you know, because they were going through an update for their website, and I said, "Do you know that your school name doesn't appear anywhere near your school logo?" What? The the, the logo is an is an image, but it doesn't have the name of the school. So wherever the the logo is, you then have to figure separately out separately school... type the school name. And no if you do... way. And,
0: but again, if you don't think if if That's you don't. So about Not, it. Yeah, because you just got the emblem. Is that what they call it? So yeah, yeah, you
1: can call it an emblem or 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 a logo. But for yeah. me, I suppose wearing my um my that's corporate identity. head on, my, yeah, my branding head on. Wherever your logo goes, your name should follow. Yeah, should be embedded in it. You know, even if your lo, even if your name is your logo, does that make sense? No, for real. But if you've got a set if you've got an image that is separate, yeah, that's fine. But where is the school? How does
0: it stand on its own? Yes. And is it, and because especially if, if it's new, it's not like you've got a historical association well, with this, it. This this one has
1: got a historical association. Right, and, okay. And so, you know, it can't, the logo itself can't be changed because it represents an individual, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on the school badges and things, it's just got the logo, but not, the 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 the, the 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 name and it's almost like an assumption that because you 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 know you may work for the school and because you know the school then you know you recognize the logo that's
0: interesting but you can't assume no that the reason why i say it's interesting because going back to the words that you were defining i'm sure one of them you had in there was identity yeah
1: and we haven't got there yet
0: Oh, have we no, not? No, we're still oh, this re- is pre-research. <laughs> we got,
1: we got, we got as far as vision. Okay, which is the um three. That,
0: it shows three how factors. big the vision, how important the vision absolutely. is, though. Because, it's huge. You know, and it brand Maybe all these things hang off vision. You know, you're trying to yeah. look for oh, the yeah, link between them. They you are know, all all because linked. when I think about how me as a student coach, when I'm working with young people. I always say, everything starts with self, but you have to have a vision so that you can then figure out what steps to take. Otherwise, you don't, where are you going? Exactly. So I, I
1: remember when I used to work with young people and I'd say to them, you know, if you wanted to go to, we, we were in Birmingham, because mm-hmm. if you wanted to go to London, how would you get there? Mm-hmm. And they'd say, well, you know, get on a train or go on a coach or, or jump in a car, jump in a car. I says, and what if none of those things were available? What would you do? or Mm -hmm. if you are on a train what guarantee do you have that you're going to to london how do you know that you're going in the right direction you can't just turn up at the train station, get on a train. Any train. And because you want to go to London, but <laughs> you think that everybody in the world is going to London. Yeah. You know, you could end up in in Edinburgh mm-hmm. because you got on the wrong train, mm-hmm. and that's because you didn't have any kind of you Planning had the or, vision. Or, yes. But you didn't have the um everything the, that it everything else that, that required to get you there to get you there. Like, the, the, the mission and the, and the intent you, and all how, of that. I think
0: how I've heard you say, in terms of adults, using the analogy for adults, you get in a car and you want to go to London, but you're seeing signs for Manchester. You're on the motorway and but you're you driving. Keep, you keep driving. You keep driving and but, you don't and even recognise you're going in the wrong way. That's the problem with when you you realise that you're off course, but you, you don't do anything going. about it.
1: And that's, what, and that's why I said right at the beginning, is it still fit for purpose? Does the vision yeah. of the school still reflect the direction of travel? Because at one point you reflect, could have
0: been meaning to go that right, way. Does it still reflect the, the students
1: in that school? Yeah. Or have your demographics changed so significantly? Yeah. That, you know, and especially for schools that, you know, I've worked with schools that are literally hundreds of years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if the vision, mission and ethos is still the one that was set 100 years years ago ago, that to me is a massive problem
0: well i've had i've been having this conversation more recently when i say more recently over the last um 18 months two years is that we're in the 20s right now Mm -hmm. we are literally and when i say the 20s the decade the 20s and for some people, for a lot of people alive today, these are the only twenties that they yeah. are ever going to I've know. I've never seen the
1: twenties, the nineteen
0: exactly. twenties. So, this parents running, have
1: never seen the exactly, 1920s There's yet.
0: this running joke that you know, oh, when someone says twenty years ago, they think of the nineteen eighties. Yeah. No, twenty years Yinka. ago was two thousand and two. Yeah, <laughs> it was two thousand and two so when you so the millennial uh, uh, the Millennials, millennial uh, uh, generation really alpha um, generation x baby boomers all of them my grandparents were born in the 1940s so these 20s are the only 20s that they in their 70s and 80s are ever going, going to, to experience yeah. yeah new decades are happening yeah literally coming through 20s the the trends the music the fashion the conversation the books mm-hmm. that are out there the people that inspire you the careers that you move into everything's changing and, yeah. so if you look at pictures of 1920s know that the 2020s are being created right, right now.
1: now and and um in 50 years time people will be looking back And going, this is what the 20s were like. And if you
0: spoke to people from the 1920s and you asked them, what do you think the 2020s will look like?
1: Wow. (laughs) What a conversation. (laughs)
0: Exactly. What do you think it's going to look like in 100 years?
1: Can't even begin to imagine. So
0: imagine being in the 2020s, what do you think life is going to look like in the 2120s? Because they're coming. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing you can't stop is time. So when you think about it, when you think of that vision, take pictures where there was no colour or, you know, movies mm. where there was it was all black and white and they thought that's what it was always going to be like. So when you think of your vision, you have to think, yes, we're living today, yeah. we're learning from the past, but we are literally creating yeah. the future. It's not even
1: about today. It isn't. And that's where it, it, the vision can't be written around a governing body table under a 10-15 minute discussion no because what you'll end up with is something outdated is um the current vision maybe tweet or just yeah. oh no it still works and it's fine and, and, then, no- an and then nothing changes again for another exactly. five years exactly. because sometimes you have to no not sometimes in order to move forward mm-hmm. you've got to change You've got to Shift. change something. Shift something. You ha- and even if it's having a discussion like what we're having exactly. now. Exactly.
0: Sometimes change is not necessarily taking action straight away, but be willing to talk about it.
1: And not going for the easy option of just rubber stamping exactly. and signing off and just regurgitating what was already there. Ask the question. Um, put it on the agenda. Have we what, reviewed this? What is our vision for mm-hmm. 2020? Um five mm-hmm. twenty twenty-eight twenty thirty. Yeah. Where do we want to be in twenty thirty for our students?
0: And it should no longer be scary to think that far ahead I do with air quotes because that time is it's coming. coming. <laughs> if you have schools, eight, se- eight seven years year away. old students, ten year old students, fifteen year old students, twelve 18 They haven't even hit their teens Or their 20s or 30s yet When you really think about it You're looking at the life of the child Yeah Not the one of
1: the adults Yeah not the yeah absolutely that is the key thing because um students in primary school now children go. in primary school now yes. even if you think if they're they've just started in nursery or reception yes. in eight years time they will be probably year five year, year six in eight years time
0: if they're in nursery they're probably like two three years yeah. old yeah yeah so, so they'll, they'll, be, they'll just they'll be, on be the at the end
1: of primary school yeah, at, not even
0: touch secondary yet yeah. think of the life of the children
1: yeah that's, a, that's an important thing because it shifts your mindset in, you in, when you think about time. Because mm-hmm. if you talk about a child being six years old, mm-hmm. being 10 years old, yes. being 12 years old, being yes. 16 years old, it becomes more realistic.
0: To look in five years, yeah, eight years, Rather than saying, years.
1: oh, 2030, because that, that sounds so far away. But, but it's, it's not. Eight, it really isn't. Eight years. Okay, let's get going. <laughs> right. Wow.
0: Um, purpose purpose right okay
1: the purpose is why the organization exists
0: the why you see keywords why and i've heard this a lot in um professional settings in business settings in personal development settings where it's important to know your why Mm -hmm. the thing that drives you and the thing about purpose is it's personal it's individual but just like we've said in a previous episode where just like every family has its own culture Mm -hmm. every country has its own culture every school community has has its its own own culture culture and so that within within cultures exactly so that within itself as well as the purpose the why of your staff members of your teaching staff of your support staff of your governors of your head teacher of your senior leaders it's also the purpose of the entire school how do you bring all of those together well it's like you
1: mentioned sorry to interrupt but you mentioned in a previous episode about the change in the school uniform yes that was purpose driven in my in my opinion yeah Because it was, the purpose was to be um, as inclusive as possible. Yes. That was the purpose of that. Mm -hmm. So even, even at a policy level, and again, in a previous episode, we've said, don't be passive with policies.
0: Literally, you cannot.
1: Know and understand what the purpose of each policy is. And
0: each change that happens within it. Right, and
1: is it fit? Is it still fit for purpose? And
0: the impact it has, because... Just like you make a decision to make a change Mm -hmm. In order to align with um, what the vision is Or what the mission is You also are making a choice not to change something Some things still need to stand Not everything needs to change No, absolutely not But But you've got to at least take a look Yes, exactly It's understanding why things are staying And why things are not Mm -hmm. Because each choice kind of leads to consequences or impact mm-hmm. it impacts something mm-hmm. so by not changing something it means that in three years time you may get a question why hasn't this changed, changed in three, three years?
1: years yeah
0: but then also when you do make a change okay what has been the result of that change just like when you're looking at academic performance in changing from external exams to tags to tags what has been the impact of that? Yeah. And now teachers are like, please just take it back to external <laughs> exams. I can't be doing this for a third year in a row. Okay. So it's looking at all those changes that are happening, mm-hmm. but not just focusing on the um, the changes that you're feeling mm-hmm. in the next few weeks or months or the academic year. Yeah. It's the change that it's, the, it's looking at the things that hold everything together, mm-hmm. looking at the spine, looking at the threads, the thing that everything else sits
1: on. I, I also fundamentally believe that when we're looking at all of these things. Whether mm-hmm. it's mission, vision, purpose, ethos. That it, it isn't just about the children and the students. It has to be the workforce as well. Yeah, the the as well. Of course. It has to include the stakeholders as well. Because it needs to embody everyone, everything. Because mm-hmm. you have to get the buy-in yes. for it to actually happen. Yes. Otherwise it will again just revert back to being a form of words that has no connection to anything or anybody and
0: what i will um, add to that is it just reminded me of something that i've been seeing a lot recently in the last few months just to qualify what i mean by recently and it says even if the change hasn't been external but you have noticed You've become more aware of your reaction to something that in itself is progress. Oh, absolutely. So you may not have necessarily changed the way you react, but you've become more aware of how you react. Yes. That in itself is progress. Yes. So the change doesn't always have to be external. External. It doesn't always have to be seen, heard or felt. It needs to be first known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You first need to be aware you of it You need to um, recognise it It's like because I've noticed that I can I'm more conscious of my patterns Of reactions or my patterns Of behaviour and once you're Aware of them mm-hmm. you can Then address them Yes, But if you're never aware of them Then you don't know what you're changing. You don't know what you need to pay more attention to. Mm -hmm. So even with everything that we're saying around vision, mission, and your aims, your purpose, knowing your why, knowing what you're doing and why you're doing it. It's always starts from a place of, okay, let's set some time aside to review this. Yeah. You have doesn't mean you actually yeah. change anything no, exactly. because we don't want to scare people into thinking, oh we haven't changed anything no but just be aware that you haven't especially
1: mm-hmm. because if, if your governing body has changed yes you've got you've got new governors on and for new governors the the vision mission and all of that may um, go, straight, goes, over go your head. straight over your head or you haven't even taking the time to to read it because you're just bombarded with so, so much, much information. information. Yeah. So having an open discussion around the table yeah. could be really helpful for those new governors mm-hmm. who could also give some input yes. and opinion on that. Because they are a breath of fresh air. Absolutely, they will see things differently or even just ask the question,
0: what does that actually mean? Yeah, or even when you think about um, on an operational level, and I know... governance you deal strategically but if you're thinking about the whole school moving forward and and us as governors being a part of that you know um driving towards the future and making healthy positive change then it's looking at those that are being invited into or coming into that school community so when you look at new staff it's looking at your interview questions mm-hmm. it's looking at the way the induction pack is put together yeah. it's looking at the application process it's looking at the recruitment process and thinking about do we need to review this or are we just are we just um duplicating year on year yeah. are we just copying what the norm is and that's what the what, current yeah. norm is what the norm has been for yeah. the past 10 20 years who are you bringing new into the space? If you space? always
1: do what you've always exactly. done, you will always get what you've always got.
0: That's exactly, because... we
1: have to do something with different. With that
0: breath of fresh air at a governance level, it's the new governor coming in. But an operational level, it's a new staff member. How mm-hmm. do they view the school? What is their real reason for wanting, wanting to, work to work there? there absolutely. And listen to it and follow up. Yeah. the When you think of having those engagements with those new staff members before they actually become new staff. Mm -hmm. Do we know you have an, um, entry process, which is the recruitment, and you have an exit process if they choose to leave or they're leaving under other circumstances. Mm-hmm. But is there a midway where there's you talk u- yeah, about have we lived up to your expectations? Your expectations of a school and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Have those honest conversations. Now I know there are appraisals but, that happen. Yeah,
1: and probationary periods. Exactly. And, and time for, for but it's looking but is at it those... really a t- two-way street, or is it just the organisation reviewing. reviewing the? individual there we go and not the other way around and then
0: it's also for schools that experience a high level of staff mobility if you look at your processes and how you engage with your staff members on a routine basis then you may find that the long-term consequence or positive impact is that more staff are staying because more staff feel seen and heard yeah
1: absolutely and the same with with governors you know do do we do exits with governors to the point where we say okay you've been here yes. for two years or for a term mm-hmm. or for three terms or whatever the time is mm-hmm. what would you like to say to somebody new coming in how could you summarize the school based on the the um your history and knowledge I like of have
0: mentioned the term thing you know because that's the one thing that governors have as like almost like an end of contract mm. kind of thing and the norm is that it just automatically rolls on or the governor just throws their hand up and say i don't have yeah. the capacity anymore yeah but i don't think there's a real conversation a discussion no. as to whether they want to continue or what advice they could pass on because that could feed if you know what you have three four governors have who have all served a term mm-hmm. or two terms, those meetings could actually help with the people that you then bring in. Yeah, or I you You I invite do into the space.
1: I I do. I I know that some of some chairs do it and some don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is around time. Yes, of course. But I always try and have a conversation with those who are, um, vol- vol- voluntarily, um. Resigning, yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and understanding the the, the the reasons why and all of that. And mm-hmm. if there are any issues that are um positive or negative, mm-hmm. as Clark, I will sort of feed that back in some way without it pinpointing to who, who said come it. From. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I may throw in a suggestion, or I may have a conversation with with the chair. Have you thought about this, mm-hmm. or what about that, or I think, or I might put it in my in my own governance report. Okay, yeah. But I find a way of feeding that back. So
0: important. Um, because it,
1: it it really is important, especially there was one particular governing governing body where every um, person of colour
0: mm-hmm.
1: has joined and left before the end of their term.
0: Oh, so if you do, if you look at the analysis, that's what's been highlighted. But I don't think
1: anybody else. If you're not looking for it, then you're not that's looking for so it. True. But being a person of color, yeah,
0: you notice that. I notice it, it. You notice that. When I, I, like I that notice
1: happen. it. And so I'm currently looking at okay, how can I, mm-hmm. how can I, address this in a way that is positive? Mm-hmm. Because none of those who have left have said that that's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because it, it hasn't been, Is, there's but for me, reasons. that say something.
0: Yeah, there's something there's, there's that something needs to there. be there.
1: There's a picked conversation there, yeah. that needs to be had mm-hmm. there. Um, and without, you know, being accusatory of in course, any way, yeah. shape or form. But just, and again, when I've, under the National Black Governors Network, when I've had um, governing bodies say to me, you know, Sharon, we, we have had black governors in the past, but they don't stay. hmm and I'm saying you need to investigate that. Why more, is that? Mm-hmm. why that is why you know why, why? The,
0: why? the why 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 is you that? You can't happening? run from the why. It's the most powerful W. The most powerful question. Yeah. Why? Because the why takes you to the root. Yeah. It takes you to the core It takes you to the uncomfortable yes. But that's the only place That you can grow yes. In the uncomfortable yeah. Because it shakes you up You've It forces get comfortable you to think differently With being uncomfortable Exactly that's
1: it. There's no, there's no, there's, no way, there's no way around it No there's At no some way point it. You're going to
0: hit that core Absolutely You're going to wonder Why that tree's not growing anymore mm. Why it's not sprouting new leaves Why the plant's dying yeah. What's going on with the root? And you do something about it
1: Exactly so, so yeah right, right so okay back to, back to we've the got two words. more two okay. more okay um intent and intent uh, and identity are linked and that um speaks to the heart and soul of the organization basically
0: what we were kind of just talking yeah. about
1: what's the intention yeah. and what is our identity mm-hmm. and your identity um you know can stems a lot from you know your uniform yeah um or if it's a faith-based um school or it's a primary or it's a secondary yeah what you there will be um standard or common um identity um markers
0: yeah or it could be character when you think of the identity of a person it's not just how they look, which would be their uniform, the demographic that goes to that school, whatever. But it could also be the character. What is that school known for mm, mm. in the area? You know, what makes parents in that area say, my child's going to that, that school, school. Yeah, with pride. Li- like, literally forward forward planning. Their ch- child is six years old yeah. or seven years old or three years old. And they how can a parent know in primary when their child's in primary school, what secondary school school their child's going to and primary school as well. Mm -hmm. But you know, even before you have children, what makes adults or what makes people move into certain areas to give their child the better opportunity of getting into that school? I remember your school and I, there was no
1: way I could afford to live in the area where your school was located,
0: right? Okay, but
1: luckily it wasn't a catchment area, it was selective. Ah, there you go. But I remember even before I had you, mm-hmm. just being on the bus going past that school and seeing the uniform of all the girls, yeah, and thinking, Yeah, she's going my there. child. <laughs> when i haven't even got a child but my child is going to that school and i knew nothing about yeah. the 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 mission or the vision or the mm. ethos or anything the
0: character the, the energy, energy identity, the, the vibe the identity the
1: identity is go. what switched me on
0: there you go to that school and so it's things like these are the kind of conversations mm. that senior leaders can have um you know, Head teachers can have with the Head teachers network that they have You know that governors can have Thinking what's Going to make our school Attract yeah. These parents People who don't have children Yet like mm-hmm. my generation Some of us don't, don't have, have children. children yet But when we're thinking about our Life plan mm-hmm. and we're thinking About where what We want for the future Generations that come from us we're thinking about what areas do we want to move into because of what schools they're close to and how my child is going to get to that school and what will draw people in. Mm -hmm. So as well as, this is why we say, you know, the feeding forward, you know, a lot of people think of feeding back. Mm -hmm. That is, that is often how you see it. But I remember a few years ago, I heard someone say, "I don't say feedback. I say feed forward because that's where I'm heading." Yeah. So you take the information and you feed How it are into you going to enact your it your or, movement yeah. forward. And so, as well as your current parent body, mm-hmm. so this is for primary or secondary. It's thinking of the parents who you don't know, yeah, and I, but I, who see you. Absolutely, and I
1: and I have conversations with with people all the time who are parents. And wanting to get into their child's school as a yes. parent governor, mm-hmm. and if they're in a primary school, mm-hmm. and I say to them, if if I'm coaching them and I and I say to them, if you don't get appointed, don't worry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because if 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 they, there's only two governor vacancies mm-hmm. or if there's only one governor vacancy for parents for parents mm-hmm. um you know a whole election for a parent governor can hang off one vote
0: yeah literally. don't don't <laughs> yeah.
1: think because you've got you know 300 children in the school mm-hmm. that it's some kind of you know um huge thing i've seen um governor parent governors win a parent um election on the strength of one vote yes. and, the to- and the total, the highest number was 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I do say to parent governors, especially if your your child is in primary school, mm-hmm. if you already know what secondary school you want your child to go to. Become a governor become there. Become a governor there. Mm-hmm. Because you'll learn and understand about school governance. Yeah. And you will, be able to, for... you will be able to get a feel for the school, the purpose, the go. vision, the there mission, outside of, oh, it's just the local comp.
0: No, yeah, exactly. Kind of
1: thing. Mm-hmm. You'll get to know more. And being in that school, not as a parent governor, mm-hmm. will expose you to more things.
0: So then bring in the step before that for anyone um, who is, thinking about becoming a governor and doesn't have children yet but would like to or is planning to you can then look at becoming a governor in a primary, primary school, school to get a feel for so yeah you, you know you can become a governor in one primary school and your partner becomes a governor mm-hmm. in another and while still keeping all the confidentiality that you need to have as governors for your respective schools you'll you're each get a feel a, for yeah, different you're ones you're covering a
1: lot of bases there, there you go and, and that's, is and it, that's it, a thing
0: it's a good it's a neat strategy it makes sense
1: absolutely and there is a shortage of governors in, in primary, primary school yeah um more so than than secondary school I meaning It could be because there are more primary schools. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, a lot of people come into governance automatically wanting to to a secondary school. Mm -hmm. And I will have conversations with them to unpick their why. Yes. Why do you feel that you will better be better serving in a in a secondary school than a primary school Mm -hmm. and when i explain to them the foundation that takes place at primary level
0: foundation of education and how
1: important that is it's like i never thought about it and that's
0: why we we say anyone aspiring to headship and things like that become become governors in other schools Mm -hmm. so in your own school you may not be able to be a staff governor Or you may not have the opportunity to, or vacant. There's no vacancies available. Or you, even if you were a staff governor, there you've got limitations, Limita- limitations on the on things you that can, you can yeah. be a part of. So you become a governor in another school. Primary school will give you immediate, like bragging rights. Dare yeah. I say, give you extra. Wait, because then you can offer something to primary schools yeah. that will give them information about how to manage the year two Sats, sat, uh, year two Sats, mm-hmm. or the year six transition into year seven. Mm-hmm. But it's also looking at um, what skills you can gain yeah. as well, being a part of discussions that you just won't necessarily be able to be a part of in your own school. But it also means that it will bring more texture that's the word i would use in your operational practices oh, absolutely. because
1: your exposure is you different more.
0: exactly i
1: i recently um put one of my um it's a governor it's a teacher mm-hmm. in a secondary school who is the um head of department but is a governor in a primary school, mm-hmm. and one uh, a member of my appraisal committee um, dropped out at the last minute, and I cherry picked her mm-hmm. for to 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 step in because I needed three three governors. Um, there was obviously no conflict, but I knew the experience for her yes. would be amazing because there's no way mm-hmm. as a head of department in her own school, she'll even get round the senior leadership table, let alone sit yes. on a panel as an appraisal for the head teacher. Yes, But it gave her so much immediately after the me- the meeting, she emailed me and just, you it's know, a confidence Sharon, food. thank you so much for it's- the opportunity because I... I just can't even explain you? to you what I've just learned. What what oh. that experience has given, given me. me. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, your value just goes up. Yeah. Price is going up. <laughs>
1: Talking of values. The final of the six is values. What is important about how your organisation conducts itself? Right. What are right. the values?
0: So this is what you stand on. What you stand for, yeah. 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 I, I almost call about. it your
1: moral your moral Compass, purpose kind of comfort, thing. Yeah, yeah. Purpose, yeah. Um one of the things that I adopted a couple of years ago actually was um you know, some people could call it an attitude, I suppose. I, I just um I suppose I just feel very comfortable enough with myself to say, unless somebody um matches my moral purpose and values mm-hmm. Then I can't work with them, mm-hmm. and so I've and I've I've, wrong walked, with that. I've yeah. literally walked away from contracts from money mm-hmm. because if the organization's values don't do align do align, yeah. then I'm in conflict yeah. and I cannot work. I cannot be productive in conflict.
0: I call that um, when you have your non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. You have it's what you is what you stand for, what you believe and there's nothing wrong with having a difference of a, of an opinion but someone's mindset someone's character someone's um behavior the moment you choose to share space with them you open yourself to absorbing Absolutely. the way that they are yeah and therefore if the way that they are doesn't move you forward doesn't allow you to believe in bigger and better doesn't allow you to progress doesn't make you better in any mm-hmm. way or make the situation better what it is whatever it is that you're collaborating on then you really have to ask yourself do i need this yeah or is it worth it mm. is it worth me compromising my values yeah and so but the only way you can get to that point is you've First, so got, got to you've be got clear to... on your own <laughs> absolutely
1: you have any you gotta know what yours are it's, it's the
0: same when you're when you're
1: joining a governing body yes you have you don't just i was, I was again i have said to, to their governors you. you're choosing them as much as they're choosing right. you right when you're in that meeting yes um that first introductory meeting don't feel obligated i call it energy or aura if mm-hmm. it's not if something's off yeah trust your gut yeah it's not to say that they're wrong or you're wrong it's just different you just you're just aware if and if you're feeling that at that meeting Mm -hmm. then it it will only manifest itself and magnify itself with each meeting and you will become
0: engagement
1: become more and more frustrated and you'll be in constant conflict and There are so many vacancies out there for governors.
0: Honestly. That you... You You you, literally have abundant choice. You can
1: choose. Yeah. You you can absolutely choose. And it's Mm. very different to challenge. Sometimes people get confused and think... Um, well, you know, I'm just being challenging. I'm I'm doing my job because my job is to is to challenge. There's a there's a difference mm-hmm. between challenge and conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because challenge you can agree to disagree and keep you it can, moving. You can keep it moving. You can focus on the bigger picture and all of that. Mm-hmm. But when something goes against your moral purpose or your values, mm-hmm. then you feel that at your core. You, you feel that at your core. Mm-hmm. You 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 really do. You don't want to
0: leave a meeting feeling emptied in a negative way Mm -hmm. i know i am a strong believer in pouring from your overflow giving all that you have but you don't ever want to feel defeated you You don't want to feel um diminished or made to feel inferior or smaller or walk away from a meeting in pain yeah you know angry upset frustrated that you're you couldn't be understood mm. and and the reason why I use the word understood is because a school I've been attached to is that's the part of that's one of the things that sits within their purpose on Un- being understanding mm. being empathetic to others yeah. and that's th- these are values that as well as setting them when you implement them that's what the young people who walk through your school are going to feel feel
1: yeah so therefore if
0: the values are not shared there's confusion and confusion is what leads to conflict because the lack of communication on it all have you communicated to your staff effectively or with your governors about values Mm. so that you know what you're instilling in these young people. One of, one of the schools that I know, um, one of, the, I don't know if it,
1: um, probably their vision, it sits within their vision or their or their purpose. It's an alternative provision. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing they don't do is exclude. Mm-hmm. Their attitude is that the, 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 stu- the students have come through the exclusion process. They're not going to put them through that again. Right. And um and another thing is that they won't, um they have a zero um needs. Oh okay. Um,
0: Quota target or target. Yeah. Right, okay.
1: It is always their aim to make sure that every student coming to them in whatever situation mm-hmm. they enter. Leave mm-hmm. and have somewhere to go. That that I can hear a mission in like, that. Wow.
0: Always find so a it's, way. It's, find a way. It's not
1: about you know x amount of students have got to get um at, you know grade nines or mm-hmm. grades eights or whatever because they recognize that some students haven't even been in school they're mm-hmm. not even attending school. yeah
0: attendance yeah so you have to
1: each each child has an individual target yeah and if a child is not attending mm-hmm. you can get them into school one day a week it's like whoa that's, that's
0: progress huge progress if you can get them in on time even more so And that's why they say even small progress is still right, progress.
1: progress yeah and
0: and, and and that's why we say the culture of each school is different. different the context mm. of each school is different so even if you're inspired by another school's vision or mission you don't know what's driven that yeah you don't know what's helped to craft that so you can be inspired by it but you still need to think about how it pertains to you how yeah. it works for your environment yeah. and looking at it and this is why if it hasn't changed in 20 there's 30 40 years there's an issue because mm. you now have different types of schools mm. to cater for different situations
1: and and literally every child matters there we go i don't care if you've got 90 percent, you know great um attendance and, and and achievements and all of that my question is what is happening to the 10 percent?
0: then thinking back to episode two i think it was about asking questions for governors new governors current governors prospective governors when you're thinking about what question to ask when information is presented to you at a meeting you can ask how does that align with our the purpose, mission our the vision, vision yeah. the purpose the aims yeah, the, the values ethos. the objectives what it says on the website what mm-hmm. you've put out there publicly mm-hmm. so you can hear some information and digest it or read it in your preparation for the meeting and say how does this align with and see if the leadership team have thought about it if it's if there's a thread if it really yeah. all
1: hangs together yeah. because if you've got like for example I mean we all know anybody using secondary education will know that year nine is 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 usually has the highest exclusion at fixed term exclusion rates and things like that but if you if you look at it year on year Mm -hmm. is it going up is it staying the same is Mm -hmm. it going
0: down trends and
1: how does that align with our vision and our purpose for the children Mm -hmm. for the students in our school
0: Mm -hmm. because we're there to serve all of them and then when when you look at that is thinking what is the root what's going on yeah rather than uh, something you've said a lot over the time that I've been alive is rather than just treating the symptoms you've got to find out find out the cause yeah the root cause yeah I think that will be my takeaway that's your takeaway okay yeah I think
1: I think it is important because you know just thinking about I've in in the last 12 18 months with the work that I'm doing around diversity I've delved back into my own experiences Mm -hmm. of the education system in in the 70s and 80s Mm -hmm. yes I am that old (laughs) um you know in the the 70s and 80s and what my experiences were and the impact of um a word from a teacher positive or negative Mm -hmm. had on my life Mm -hmm. and so um you know understanding that um when a child says to you what they want to do believe them yeah really believe them that is i would say your purpose your mission your vision your values your ethos all of that to believe the children and their dreams for themselves, mm-hmm. which will ultimately change yeah. because reality kicks in, and uh, I'm not going to be a pilot, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, or being a ballerina um, maybe isn't um, what, I'm I, I, what, to be. <laughs> what I'm what I'm <laughs> realistically going to do. But taking that dream away from a child don't in don't a single word will have a massive impact, and so intention is really important. But mm. yeah.
0: I'd say my takeaway is um, something I said towards the beginning about or probably in the middle of this episode about proactivity rather than reactivity and looking at it in in a sense of myself I'm finding that my takeaways are me reflecting on things that I could do and then if other people think oh yeah if Liv's doing that then that's something I could Mm -hmm. do as well. me thinking of myself being in my late 20s and not having children yet and the fact that I've been a school governor in some context for the past four, going on five years, and thinking how can I help further support new governors with understanding this space so that those changes then do happen mm-hmm. um when you think about the late 20s the decade of the 20s coming up and the 30s coming up saying what can be done today yeah that will be um f- that, that the future will be thankful for will, will be beneficial to the future will be will be bene- benefiting from yeah you know the actions that can be done now whether it's the way I read papers now, Mm -hmm. or the fact that I don't just brush that policy aside and say it's 20 pages long, I don't have the time. No, there is something in that policy that I may need to read, I may need to understand, I may need to question just for further understanding. Or it could be me looking at the websites of the schools I've been a part of and looking at their visions and their ethos and their purposes and their aims and saying while I was there Mm -hmm. did I influence it in any positive way did I impact did I do my job Mm -hmm. did I do my job to contribute to that school or that school community or that academy moving forward or achieving what they wanted to achieve and then looking at me now saying what can I do now to make sure that I continue to be of value and I continue to support and I can continue to work within a team to drive this generation forward. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to what the new year brings Mm -hmm. and um, because it's not just the new year, you're actually also partway through an academic Academic year. year, So, you know, it's thinking about that and the school that I'm currently attached to I love the change that it's making. You're really starting to see the, the dynamic shift, the conversation um, shift. And I know that's because of new life that has been brought into the school, whether it's a new generation of students, whether mm-hmm. it's what's happened over the last two years, mm-hmm. or whether it's the new governors that are sitting around the table. The combination of them the all. The combination of them all. I am literally living through an experience of seeing how change is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying that I'm really enjoying that And I know that it's the start of so many new things to come So so yeah, that would be my takeaway And my action All <laughs> rolled up into one big thing <laughs> So yeah, so I would say Just a quick message to everyone listening um, Thank you so much Because we are coming up to 12 months in February 22 We will be 12 months in your Podcast streaming platforms, and so you know, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank, you for, thank you for that. And for, the for supporting us, all the messages. You know, at this point that we're recording this, we have over five thousand downloads, and it's because of all of you that you've made me a better governor. I would say this podcast and listening to you all, connecting with you all, has really made me a better governor. So thank you, and we look forward to sharing more with you going forward
1: thanks for listening to today's episode please rate review and subscribe via your preferred streaming platform the governor's podcast is a brand of the legal entity education governance solutions limited and a free training resource for anyone so if you know someone who is interested in becoming a governor or a trustee please share this podcast with them and if you'd like to get in touch with us directly with questions or comments, then drop us an email at thegovernorspodcast at gmail.com.
0: You can also follow us on social media platforms at The Governors Podcast. Let's connect.